This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, this is Brandon Pham here. While you guys are listening to this week's episode, be sure to check out our partners 80.LV's articles and look at what they got going. Some of the stuff that are really standing out last week is tips on making perfect stylized 3D. Jesse Rusolowski gave a couple tips on modeling and texturing very unusual stylized cartoony 3D scenes. Also, if you want to know a little bit more about the visual effects production for AAA video games, please check out Doom visual effects artist Virginia Romanowska talked about the way visual effects are produced and used in video games. These are a few of many articles over at 80.LV, so please check them out when you get the chance. So let's get back right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all over the globe, world, international, wherever you happen to be while listening to this podcast, you know the voice, you know the host. It is Larry Charles, one half of the Game Dev Unchained podcast team, and I couldn't do it alone, but this time I brought someone new to help co-host. His name spelled forward or backwards is exactly the same, Mr. Brandon Fam. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Thank you for my first episode. Oh, man, that's terrible. <laughs> Thank you for welcoming me for the first time, Larry Charles. Uh, please welcome a returning favorite guest of this podcast, Ray Graham. How you doing? Yes, Ray Graham. How's it going, man? What up? What up? How you guys doing? Um, so one of the listeners actually just Facebooked me and said my spelling is terrible. So <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Ray? It's going all right, man. So, Ray, this is not – for listeners out there, please don't be confused. This is not a roundtable episode. We're actually going <laughs> to – I don't know if you knew this, Larry. Ray works at Unity, isn't that – is no that way. news to you too? No way. You mean to tell me that we got a guy who works at Unity to be on the episode where we're going to do a deep dive and talk about all the features and wonderful benefits or drawbacks from using the Unity engine? I said it, drawbacks. We are not biased. We are going to investigate this Unity engine. But we did bring a professional with us who knows it head to toe. So hopefully we can ask some tough questions and get some real answers. Well, Ray, uh, for new listeners and old listeners, right, uh, this might be uh, kind of a repeat, but why don't you just quickly run through your career real quick <laughs> and oh, how man. you ended up at Unity? Just really, really fast. <laughs> Okay, really, really fast. The real fast version is I worked on a bunch of games yeah. as a as a graphics programmer for many years. Uh, kind of got tired of that, and then ended up at Apple. Worked on, on the GPU driver team for iOS at Apple for a little while, and then I ended up at Unity. That's the super fast. That's the super fast version. And you've been at Unity for how long now? It's been almost two years, like a, a year, a year and a, like seven months, eight months, oh. something like that. Congrats, man! Almost there. Almost there. And you're a, you're a Bay Area guy, right? You've been in, up by the San Francisco area for at least a while now. Yeah, yeah. I've been in Bay Area for what? What is it now? Uh, 50, 12 years, let's say, in the Bay Area. Yeah. 
But you're originally from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Oh yeah. Eastside, Eastside Scarborough, what's up? Knows Ray and all the people who have known him before. So, like I said, we're doing a deep dive this episode. We really wanted to explore, I guess, the opportunities or potential, you know, benefits of using the Unity engine for game development. So, let's talk, you know, from a AAA level, and let's also talk from an indie level, and so we can deep dive. So, Ray, let me ask you this: you know, why Unity? If you can go work on engines, was there a specific reason why you chose to go there? And if it's money, just be like Larry, just be quiet. <laughs> They pay very well, Larry. He's kind of yeah. stacking his cash right now. <laughs> no, no. Like, like, why go there? Well, one, the, yeah, I'm an engine graphics programmer. That's kind of what right. I do, right? And then, you know, and of course, I have my own little engine at home that I've been neglecting for many years. And <laughs> and I've wrote written engines at uh, many different uh, game companies, right? Uh, and so, like, engine development, graphics development is something that's interesting to me, right? And I actually believe in Unity's mission, right? Uh I'm going to be a, a complete corporate shill right now and just be like, you know, democratizing game development is something that I actually think is kind of important, right? So allowing people to be able to make games, right? No matter no matter their skill level. I think that's something that's pretty important. It allows us to have more games flooded, more games in the market and more interesting experiences. And I think it's a good thing for the game industry. Uh, and so so I believe in the mission. And so that's why, that's why I joined up. Awesome. Yeah, Unity kind of broke crazy within the indie scene i think it really caught fire the last few years uh especially after the whole iphone boom like indie indie groups started to form and really exploded because unity just seems like a natural choice if you are not looking for uh royalty crazy fees you just want to get together make a thing pay a one-time thing uh and start making games like I was in the middle of like, oh, okay, there's this other engine uh, called Unity here. Uh, what What is this about? And then suddenly everyone's starting to use it. And now it's like clearly, I think, in the forefront when it comes to the indie game market. Yeah. 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 It's definitely, it's, I think it's even, I don't even think it's something that's been recent, right? Like the iPhone games have been around for, for a while. Or mobile, like, mobile games have been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, iPhones. It's, like yeah, iPhone, it's yeah. yeah. It's damn near, it's damn near 10 years, right? At this point, yeah. right? Or maybe yeah, more than 10 years, yeah. right? So it's, it's been a while, right? And, uh, and I remember, like, you know, I was talking to somebody else, uh, and, and I said I worked at Unity, and they're not much into the gaming scene and they were like oh is that is that that mac that mac video game engine thing for mac (laughs) and i was like i was like yeah you know that's that's pretty much how the how the company started right the company's been around now for what 10 years now right so uh so that's kind of how or this is more than 10 years now like 13 something like that but uh but yeah so so it started out as a engine on mac and it's just grown into this this thing where it's on a lot of different platforms, you know, leader, leader in the VR, AR space. Um, a lot of indie games are using it, you know, it's inexpensive. It's, it's relatively inexpensive compared to some other engines. If you don't want to give up your, you know, royalty on every copy sold, right? Um, so, yeah. So, so it has been just showing a lot of growth recently as well. I give you guys a lot of credit for really pioneering the boom for using Unity because I remember the price heard around the world, Unity goes free, and the shakeup that that caused. 
Yeah. It's, it's, it was funny. Yeah. Like, like maybe a couple of months ago, um, a message popped up on my uh, Facebook, you know, like Facebook does on this day so many years ago. Right. <laughs> and it was like me reacting. One of the messages was me reacting to Unity's going like completely free. I was like, I was like, word. I was like, oh, really? Like, you know, that was a that was that's that was a big, big deal when they when they when they switched that up. And I remember that. I think I was even at GDC at the time when that happened. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of the biggest trends in the last few years, how software for at least game development has become more and more accessible. And so it it, it is important to note, like to indie developers, anything that's free makes it more fun uh, to use and start making games with. So I, I, there is a lot of credit due to Unity's efforts. And as far as community goes, you guys seem to be really active with like at least the market uh like it's still remains i would say unbeatable when it comes to just community sharing assets and resources to to other people who don't have a programmer or don't have sound or or any of those things and they're just ready to go if they have an idea yeah yeah, well, yeah, definitely. I think the big part of that is, yeah, the asset store, right? Yeah. So, like, if anything you need, anything you want, mm-hmm. you could probably find out an asset store. You can probably find something that's free or something that you have to pay for. Uh, and there's, you know, there's the there's assets on there that are the ones that everybody uses for almost every project, right? That are reliable and known, right? And it's just it just opened up a whole a whole bunch of opportunities for people that make uh, Unity games. Yeah, seriously. It's especially when you're looking at the small guys, you know, they have a studio, maybe an engineer and a designer. Well, you can outsource the art. Or if you're an artist and a designer, you can, you know, pick up some plugins. You know, it's actually very versatile is what I found uh, in my short time, really going deep into using Unity. But I must say, like, I've been impressed with what what I've been able to do and how quickly I was able to. Right. Yeah. And I, I think that's one of the strengths, right, is being able to get started really quickly get stuff up and running really quickly and, and being able to, and it, and just how simple it is. Right. Yeah. Um, like it's not very intimidating. It's very, it's very, uh, simple and easy to understand, uh, methodology with the components on the, on the game objects. So it just, it just, it's perfect for learning how to uh, build stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, just talking back to, you know, we've been on a few teams here and we've worked both on proprietary engines and engines like Unity. And I like to see the trend where more and more people who are starting to be introduced in the game development, at least, that has this type of access is starting to at least have a standard to 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 measure with, right? So as soon as you go to a new studio for me, like I look at the engine and I play around with it. And the first thing I would notice is like, this shit sucks. <laughs> and a lot of that is just because, you know, I'm just so used to a standard, like uh, the the ease of use and having a dedicated team to, to anything, it, it just instantly makes it better, right? Like as soon as you have a, a whole uh, group looking at how uh, to make it useful for everyone involved and not just worrying about trying to balance and 
and ship a product at the same time, right? Yeah, it's it's definitely it's hard to make an engine and ship a game at the same time, right? Uh, but then there's also the rule. There's also like a really common engine rules, like basically nobody likes the engine that they're actually using, yeah. right? Right. So everybody's always like, oh, this engine's trash. This I have this issue with this engine, right? So uh so like you have to take that kind of with the greatest all when you go to somewhere else and they're using some proprietary engine, it's always like, Oh yeah, this is terrible, I don't like this, right? Yeah, but a lot of times it's just that, oh, it's different and you just have to get used to it, right? right, right. You hear the story, you hear the stories of like, you know, Call of Duty engine is like those guys seem to hate the Call of Duty engine or whatever, right? Uh, but, but but that, can, that, that guys here, that, yeah, 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 yeah. We do hate. <laughs> but but that engine ships mad games, and right? That's yeah, pretty so. much that's the conversation. It's like it, yeah, it's, like I do not like the tools. Like I feel like yeah. we can do it faster, but uh, yeah. there's success behind it. And I think a lot of the proprietary engines out there. Obviously, they are still around for a reason, and they're still being used because they have shown that they can ship high-quality games out there. But when mm-hmm. it comes to preference, you know, you can always have options. And it's nice to have a uniform engine uh, like Unity out there in front to kind of show you, like, hey, man, these are things we can look at as tools and try to copy, uh, at least that is standardized. Right, yeah. Well, let me ask you this, Ray, and this may this may sting a little because you do work at Unity now. But like, and I'm an outsider, so understand that like I'm I'm I have no idea what you know about Unity or who you work with or how you may feel about this. But there was always a perception it seemed like where people would look at Unity and judge it based on the stuff that they saw being made with Unity. And I say this because one of the downfalls was Unity being so available and so cheap, you had a lot of people who would just be willing to tinker in game development, just shoveling out just piles and piles of unpolished, terrible looking games. And then people, you know, are like, oh, this is what Unity does. You know, did you ever feel like association was holding Unity back at all? Or, or can you even relate? Like, did you have those experiences yourself? Like, dang, yo, this this is trash, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I and I think that's uh, that's some people's concern about uh, democratizing game development, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. where you allow anyone, uh, anyone to make to make something, <laughs> right? And the same thing kind of happened with the App Store on the iOS, right? right? There you like, go. Yeah. A lot of garbage apps came through, right? And uh, but there, but there's also amongst that are the person that probably would never have made the game before and they make something that's 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 amazing right yeah. and, uh, there's a golden nugget somewhere right right <laughs> and and you know and yeah and it doesn't and it doesn't uh help that there are some great unity games out there mm-hmm. that that do not display the unity logo when they boot up right yeah um and so the and there's all sorts of reasons for that right but uh but it's like that doesn't help like so that great unity game gets made by experienced team and it's like yep nope no, <laughs> no branding <please. laughs> so is that right. not is, is that part of the democratizing game developments like you're not required to put our logo in front of your game after you uh pay off well well yeah well if you you know if you pay if you pay for a subscription like if you get um what is it uh pro yeah. you need right you don't have to display the splash screen right and then i think and then with plus you can do a customized splash screen right so what's the reasoning behind that like as a developer i guess because 
you know, I, I didn't get paid by Unity. I, I therefore I don't feel obligated or want to. Like, yeah, well, I guess I guess it's just like yeah, we don't you don't have to. And so then some some developers do put you some developers do put Unity splash screen on and, and some put it in the credits and all that. Uh but some are just like, oh I don't have to. Okay, cool. I don't I don't need to, you know. So this is my thinking, right? As an experience, we're, now we're talking about, you know, Larry's kind of talking about like you let the floodgates open. You, there's tend to be trash that comes through, but as an experienced developer, I know how tough it is out there in the world, and uh, I would take advantage of that instead of, uh, you know, I would put the logo in front and say, "This is a Unity game. What's up, Unity? You know, this game looks awesome." hit us up like that to me is an opportunity to kind of like uh stand up from the crowd i, I would not dismiss that yeah yeah and, and that's actually part of like the the team that i'm on right like we work on i work on a, a team called spotlight team where we help uh external devs they're making unity games and, and we kind of give them uh some technical um know how maybe implement a feature right it's all about like kind of like shining the spotlight on their game mm-hmm. right to make to make their game look great but also to make unity look great as well right mm-hmm. um so uh so yeah like i totally i totally we're seeing that starting to change right there's games coming out that are going to have you know that, are, that have the unity splash screen um you know displaying say yeah this is a unique game and it looks great you know games like shadow tactics and and uh record and you know well when you start setting a standard like that you're gonna have to uh do the same at some point with the bad looking games it's like do you mind not It's like it's uh hey, congratulations you got a free unity pro license <laughs> yeah <laughs> We'll pay you not to put that on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's and there's also like the whole uh, the whole stigma too of having like the you know the Unity the default Unity launcher thing pop up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you see that pop up, you're like, oh no, I'm about to play some garbage, right? Like you know, oh, yeah. like there's that there's that connotation, right? And uh, and there's actually some good games that actually have that default launcher, right? But it's just not a good polished look, right? Right, right. Just like, yeah. So it is definitely an image that you mentioned the spotlight team, which I definitely want to dive into as what exactly that is uh, more in depth, but having that type of polish to definitely helps show and at least reverse that thinking on, you know, by now people, I don't even know if most people know that the Pokemon game is with unity, like the big games out there. Oh, Pokemon go. Yeah. Like, I think, I think that's like probably the only one that people know because every time Unity is mentioned in the news, they always say the makers of Pokemon Go, right? And it's like it's like uh, not quite, not quite, yeah, not quite, guys, not quite, right? But uh, we didn't write that, guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Niantic, <laughs> that's not our fault. Yeah, but it's always you know it's always in the news. But I think people now know that yeah, Pokemon Go was was made using Unity, right? Yeah. And then of course there was the big the big news about. Was that was that was that made news, right? Um, Super Mario, yes, yeah, Super, oh, Super Mario Run, yeah, yeah. Super, yeah, Mario, Super Run. Mario Run, yeah. I don't, um, I think it is publicized a bit, but I don't think uh, by yeah, yeah. people it's, know that it's a Unity yeah. game. Yeah, it's definitely public. It's definitely public knowledge that yeah, Super Mario Run is is made with Unity as well. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I, I think I definitely see the tide changing as far as people uh, kind of tagging Unity with a certain look. Like, people are now at least realizing, yeah, I, I can do all types of things with this engine. So, yeah, and I think, I, and I think like, a big thing that helped with that was like the Adam, the Adam demo, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that um, really helps. Like, I, I also I think the demo before that, the Viking demo, also at, at the time looked pretty. The Viking demo yeah, looked pretty good. Yeah, is that the one where the guy was collecting rings and putting them in the well? No, he's uh, with the anchor. He's like he's a blacksmith or something. Yeah, the blacksmith. Yeah, the, sorry. Yeah, I, I call. It, yeah, it's actually called the blacksmith. It's, yeah. It's, oh yeah, 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 I should yeah. work there, Ray. You know, we should. <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> More than you. So, like the spotlight team you were mentioning before. So, was this a team in the making when you joined? Yes, it, it was a pretty new team. Uh, so when I joined, it was it was I was the the second person on the team. Oh wow! Um, the first so now we're, being the hiring guy, or <laughs> <laughs> the second guy on the team. That's pretty much the first. Yeah, uh, the first guy on the team is the guy who just puts the team together and yeah, tells them what to do. Yeah, the second guy is the guy that's working. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're both. Sorry, we're both yeah, we're both working. Trust, trust me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it built. It started building it with you, and obviously the opportunity. So you were at Apple, sure, but like going back to game has always been an itch that for engineers, right? Like it's it's inescapable for you guys to leave the game industry, and even at Apple you were, but. No, I think I think you want. Yeah, I think uh, for engineers, it's actually easier to leave the game industry, honestly, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's other opportunities to to just be an engineer on something else, right? Plus, the door is always welcome. It's always open. Yeah, I know. I know engineers. I know engineers at Square. They used to work in the game industry. Guys at Facebook, Google, right? Like so. You know, guys are doing all sorts of different things now and not in the game industry anymore. And then I also know plenty that are like, yeah, I can never leave. I, I love doing this, right? And I was kind of in that in that second group where I'm like, I love making games and I love working on games. There's certain things I do not like about the process, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and like this job has kind of given me the best of both worlds where I could kind of stay outside of some of those things I don't like about the process, mm-hmm. but still really help make great games right uh, so because you're you're constantly moving on project to project right just yeah you're putting your hand in a lot of different pots so i mean that's kind of like the best of game development where when the problems start <laughs> outside of game development you're like oh all right next i'll want to and the it, next one <laughs> yeah, yeah and it keeps it it keeps it interesting right like you, you get a wide a wide um swath of different types of games and uh and you get to see also you get to see a lot of different uses uh for unity all right like from from mobile games to to uh mmos and ar vr now and, AR, VR stuff, uh, interactive, interactive VR movies. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So one of the things that I've noticed about unity is I actually applaud how you guys are looking for great technologies to kind of absorb into the unity engine while also working on the engine itself. Uh, unreal kind of does something similar as well. So do you find that, you know, unity and unreal are kind of in an arms race on like, who's the hot new tech that we can absorb before the uh, component, the, uh, competitor gets it. Like, is there any of that going on? Yeah, there's you know, it's all marketing and stuff, right? It's yeah. all about it's all about like 
like how many features do you have? Do you have these 300 features versus, oh, we only have 100. Oh, we need 200 more features, right? Like <laughs> there's all this, you know, arm, arms race about, um, about like what can you publicize and, and get, get publicity about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, it's really about like, do you have the tools to do the job, right? Um, and, and yeah, and there's, of course, you know, of course, there's always, there's competitors, there's new engines popping up all the time. You know, Max Play was around for a little while, and then there's a new one that's, that's around called Zenko, and there's always competitors, right? So you always have to, you, know, you always have to be like, okay, what, what are we doing? to benefit the developers that use unity and what are we doing to attract more people to use unity what what are some of the reasons why they're not using unity right and you you have to always do that analysis uh constantly right yeah so let's talk about that like um we kind of mentioned how people perceive unity for a certain thing and that at least view is changing a bit like what other big thing that you feel is a misconception uh about unity where you guys are at least actively trying to change. Yeah. Right now, I think the major one is like, oh, you know, you can't do high-end graphics with Unity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and people will swear up and down, right? And people that that barely even use Engine will swear up and down that, <laughs> <laughs> right? That there's no way you can you can do this. It's impossible, right? And I would say I would say as of like as of Unity like five four, um, it's 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 very very possible. Yeah. Um, you know, like the new the new post post process stack and and you know pretty much have you know since Unity five was uh, the PBR. Uh, material system, mm-hmm. which is pretty much exactly like that is the the current standard for yeah. um, for uh, material authoring in the video game industry, right? Um, and and you know lighting, light baking, and like we we have everything that you need to do that, right? And I think and that, I think that Adam Devil was kind of like that, that thing to be one. like it that was was, was that thing to be like look 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 it's like drop of right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, one of the things that I think that uh, I guess I can say that I know initially held me back from investigating Unity, regardless of all the things that I saw, you know, as far as the graphical fidelity was, knowing that, like, I needed to learn C Sharp or JavaScript if I planned on doing anything, because Unity didn't have, like, a visual scripting system or, like, a plug-and-play system at the time when I was looking at it. I'll just well, say that. I'm, I'm well, reacting to Ray's face for the people. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, but even, no, no, no. Even even at the time that you were you were looking at it, there was probably asset store apps. Asset store yeah, from packages. like some dude in Singapore who was like, "Hey, I don't work <laughs> hey. for Unity, but I made this. I'm some, not going to support it." You know what I mean? Like, I might best, update like, it once every year. Like downloading a torrent, man. You never know. <laughs> yeah, so, some of the best Unity games use one called called playmaker right it's pretty much yeah. a standard a standard one that a lot of people use right and a lot yeah. of big big games have used and shipped on there's another one called uscript a lot of the games have shipped and used it right um it is it is like not a good look that it, none of these things are like built in mm-hmm. right but I, th- I think these days i think these days uh there's some promotion going on where you can get playmaker um with a subscription right i can't remember Mm-hmm. Uh, like something like Unity, Unity Essentials, um, Asset Store package, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, and uh, 
So like there's there's ways around some of these some of these shortcomings, right? And of course, also we know that people want visual visual uh, editors and better tools and stuff, right? So mm-hmm. it, it's definitely one of those. Um, it's like one of those benefits and uh, shortcomings that you would expect when you opened up the market to everyone, right? To to build tools and assets. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the reasons why I feel like Unity had raised, you know, rise to fame in the last few years has been skyrocketing. How how can you compete with millions of workers, basically? Yeah, uh, and to- and also the the advantage of that too is the flexibility, right? Where where like you have a problem to solve for your game, yeah. and uh, Unity actually allows you to that flexibility to build the tools necessary to solve your problem rather rather than give you some tool, general purpose, one size fits all kind of tool. Right. Mm -hmm. It's, it's kind of an advantage in that way, but it's a disadvantage when you're talking about democratizing game development where like your small team, you don't have the time to build a fully fledged tool. You want something, you want something that you can use. Yeah. Someone else man. I give you credit for that. I know that I, I think doing my own personal survey, more engineers like Unity than like Unreal. In my own social circle and colleague circle, it seems. Yes, like- yes, because blueprint, like, blueprints are slow. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. No, like, there's no, no like, there's no, a reason. No, 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 but no, there's a reason that. Like just yeah, security. well, this is a typical engineer. I'm going to give you the typical engineer response, right? Yeah, but like, okay. like, but there's, but there's also a reason why there is a button to convert blueprints into C++. There's a reason why that exists, <laughs> right? And uh, and you know, we know that you know if you're running things through another interpreter, it's going to be it's going to be slower. There's some engineers that are, that are square up and down that writing your game and your game logic in C sharp is a bad idea as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's kind of like what level of, of abstraction do you want to be at? Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but uh, like every engineer all day is going to hate on any sort of visual scripting system, right? Like, like all day, <laughs> there'd be few, there'd be few that you can find that'd be like, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Uh, Larry, let me, <laughs> let me compare it to like this, right? If there was like a make art button in Photoshop, like Ray would be the one championing it and I'll be the one like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> This is shit. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's exactly it, that. That's if it if it's if it gets you something fast and you're able to keep moving, I have no problem with it. But usually, but usually you're gonna have to go back and fix up your original scripting, right? There's gonna be yeah. Like everybody thinks that you don't need a programmer yeah. to to make games, right? Yeah. And you probably don't need you, you probably don't need a programmer to make games, but you you probably at least need one to to help you yeah. ship it. Yeah, he didn't appreciate that time, Larry, when Blueprint came out and you looked at him and you said, I don't, I don't need, need you anymore. <laughs> Ray, now that there's Blueprint, I can just do this. <laughs> but I knew what he meant. <laughs> Little did I know. Little did you know. So, Ray, so you're kind of like the fix it guy, at least with the spotlight team. You go around, try to help each other. Uh, you know, uh, make Unity a, a better place to live. So, <laughs> you, I mean, the value of just visiting a bunch of teams, like this is what I love about outsourcing companies. It's like you get to touch a little bit of everything 
that goes through the studio in a very mm-hmm. fast pace. And I, I compare that to what you guys are doing over there with the spotlight team. Like you guys are going there, putting out fires, uh, really showing them like the best ways to use the engine and uh, to meet the deadlines. So what, what kind of things have you been seeing that has been helping like small indie teams kind of shortcut uh, to where they want to be? Well, I think like some of the things we've done, like, you know, give doing like project reviews, right. Going over like unity project and, and kind of pointing people in the right direction so that they don't get bit by common pitfalls and give them advice. Um, that helps, right. Like, you know, a common thing in unity is like, you know, like update, you know, like there's a function, you know, model behavior update, you know, a lot of people just like have updates willy nilly or so, we, you know, we help people with that stuff, like how to better organize your code to get better performance and mm-hmm. low time, low times and how to do multi-level loading easier and, and more streamlined and that fits into their workflow. And mm-hmm. so we do a whole bunch of different things that to really just help people not fall into the common pitfalls mm-hmm. uh, that you could probably fall into if you're just like just building something for your first time you don't know really what you're doing so you what's the process like do i do uh at raygram uh gmail.com <laughs> at unity.com and like hey i need help on my project man i'm uh i'm new to this. yeah yeah no it doesn't really work that way at all <laughs> No, we, we kind of like go out, we look for the games that are looking interesting. Are standing out, yeah. Yeah, and, and really standing out and really like, oh, that, that looks like a really cool Unity title. Like, let's see like if they want any help or, you know, or if they need any assistance. Um, and that's, you know, and that's how we kind of go about it. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's one of those social networking booms that, that, where the community really uh, benefit with that. Like as in, you know, the same way that you guys are able to reach out to your customers and ask, well, not customers, not just customers, like developers uh, mm-hmm. and ask them like, do you need any? Well, the devo- yeah. Developers are the customer. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. So this is a very interesting dynamic that like, I don't think was really that possible even a decade from now. Like, not in the same way. We're not. We're so more connect. So much more connected now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because like you know, like at Unite, you know, we have conferences, the Unite Conference, and uh, and we invite it, like interesting looking indie games to set of booths <laughs> at Unite, and and they all come and they show their games off, and and we wouldn't even know these games existed if it wasn't for that social media, and mm-hmm. and we have that website, our, our Made in Community website, and. Like that whole community thing, and and being able to connect with people that are using the game and making good, using the engine and making good games with them, uh, yeah, like yeah, maybe yeah, maybe ten years ago that would have been a lot harder for sure. Well, I got to ask you right now, since you say social media has helped you guys discover these games, is there like a specific protocol for trying to get a little more exposure? You look at my game. Do you have a a suggestion yeah. for anyone who could get noticed? Well, yeah, like well, you know, we have our hashtag made hashtag made with Unity. Right. Okay. And hashtag and of course we have social media people that are look you know, look at hashtag game dev and you know, and we have unity tips on certain days of the week and 
they also like, hey, show us your unique games like on Fridays and stuff, right? So so they have a whole social media program that a lot of people that are in the community are involved with, for sure. What, what are some tips here? Like, obviously, made with uh, Unity, that's like two frames of art, right? So art definitely helps. <laughs> are you saying? For sure. And then sure. you play, click play, and then you start seeing design skills and all that stuff. Like, how, how much... Are you guys invested in looking at these hashtags? Like how, like if I were to engineer something on my side, how do I stand out with the hashtag? Because I can made with Unity on non-related stuff. I'm gonna start spamming <laughs> you guys right now. Made with Unity, making a sandwich, uh, <laughs> microwaving my, my, and you will get, and you probably get blocked, right? <laughs> If I analyze the graphics, it might be a game. Who knows? Yeah. No, but yeah, but yeah, it's always like, yeah, people are looking at if it looks interesting, you know, pretty graphics, of course, um, attract attention, right? Or some quirky, weird things attract attention, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's all about, like, if you're making games, man, yeah, it's all about, you know, marketing is a huge component of making a game if you want to actually sell it, yeah. right? And just find ways to get people interested. And, and if you do all of that, of course, Unity or whoever is going to also notice as well. Notice, yeah. yeah. How, how big is that team that actually looks through that? Because they'll have a whole army of people just looking. I have, I have no idea. I don't think it's an army of people, but I have no idea the size of the team. All right, Bert. Um, I'm going to need you, Ray, to put on your I'm not Ray, the developer at Unity <laughs> yeah. glasses and just say, I'm an engineer who has seen behind the curtain at Unity, if you could say that there's one thing that Unity just isn't good at yet, right? And being honest, that you think that the company should work on fixing maybe, or if you could even just say, you know, I think that Unity actually lacks in this area. Yeah. So anyone who wanted to do this. This is off the record, on the record. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Ray, we noticed your brother Jay is in the room. Oh, Jay, what's up, Jay? What's up, Jay Graham? For a while, man. Since we're in the habit of having brothers spill the beans. <laughs> oh man. Oh no, but um I would I would say the the main number one thing for me, I think, would be it's not if you're trying to make some sort of open world stream streaming game, mm-hmm. uh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have a hard time. Right. Uh, <laughs> Tough. Right. I'm not gonna say it's I'm not even gonna say it's impossible, but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be hard, man. It's gonna be real hard. Um and it's not gonna be as easy as as it as it probably should be, right? Um but that that's of course something that we know. So okay. yeah. One you know, is the honesty, man. <laughs> what update is that? Exclusive. That is that is no, that is in that is in the coming soon. Okay. I, I don't I, I don't know. Right, we're in the business of leaks nowadays. So. <laughs> Coming soon. You hear that first on Game Dev on Chain. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, what's the standard response? Oh, when it's ready or whatever. It's ready, or, yeah. The it's Rockstar ready. response. That is a Rockstar response. Or Blizzard when it's ready, I think. Blizzard's more known for that. Let me ask you this then. Is there a big feature that you specifically are working on or involved in that may be public or may not that you just like, hey, you know what? We got this dope new blank coming in or this. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think the game, like the game changer right now, it's a huge feature that's being worked on. People know about it. It's in, uh, 
you know, if you're really interested in it, you can mess around with it right now. And it's very early beta beta stages is the is the scriptable render pipeline stuff. Oh. Uh, which is okay. which is basically which is basically uh, the whole entire render pipeline being in C sharp. Yeah. And uh, and customizable, right? Because like right now, you know, in you like the render pipeline is is customizable by you can insert your command command buffers at certain points in the rendering pipeline, mm-hmm. but other parts of it are fixed and you don't really have much control over. Um, so, so like with when rend- with scriptable render pipelines come through, it's going to be like you have complete control over how you want to do your rendering. If you want to do tile lighting or you want to do some weird uh, graphics effect or you want to sort things in a certain order, you want to do skin shading or, you know, like any number of uh, techniques, you could try them out quickly. You could you could debug it really quickly, see the changes right away and, uh, and like develop really fast um, on the rendering side. And I think, I think that's going to be a, a, that's going to be a big deal for yeah. uh, for it's going to be a big deal for like high end clients. It'll be a big deal for indie clients mm-hmm. that want to do one off crazy things, and uh, and of course we're we're going to be providing pipelines that that work that for certain cases like you know VR pipeline or mobile mm-hmm. pipeline or a high end high end graphics pipeline, right? Um, so it's going to be it's going to be crazy. Nice. I feel like the ultimate Unity Zen moment is when Unity just hands you a notepad and says, make your own engine <laughs> and starts drag and dropping features you want. It's pretty. No, but, but it's, well, it's, it's crazy. No, it's crazy when you see the stuff that people do. Yeah. Um, right. You know, with the, with the deal with multiple camera setups and layer masks and, and they, they're, they're able to do like a lot of really cool and crazy things. Um, yeah. But sometimes a lot of things that, that, that they can do is also not very performant or it's not the best way to do it. Right. 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 Um, and, and so giving people the direct access, the direct control um, will, will help a lot. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, it goes along with its philosophy of just opening it up and exactly. freedom. I mean, that's why engineers prefer it, man. It, you, yeah. It's an engine that you don't have to start from scratch. Like, hey, you want to customize things? You're, you're going there mm-hmm. and, and do it. Yeah, when you uh, first started learning about Unity, or if you're just talking to someone who knows zero, I guess, how long do you think it would take, given you know the free resources available out there, or even just the specific training that Unity has, what's the likely ramp-up time an engineer or an artist if you could ballpark it i have to say you probably get some up and running like some real simple up and run like just from, from scratch in a week maybe nice or, I'm, I'm being kind of super conservative on that number but, sure. but it, it's like it's super easy to get something up and running and and, and going really fast right yeah, but in, in that week, I'm assuming you're saying like I've made the shell for my game, I've done the graphics, the sounds, the interface, and uh, itself. No, no, nothing like that. Like oh, if, if you're going, yeah. yeah, if you're going that crazy, if you're going that crazy, like it would take you much longer. Uh, but like, but I, you know, I worked on a project a while back for a little bit, and and, it, and we, you know, we had a guy running around on the surface, like like in a day or two. Like it was, it was like no big deal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So this is these are the guys that they they want. We want that logo of made with Unity. So yeah. the guys who can't do that, <laughs> yeah, that's the that's, that's that's the weak thing that he's talking about. That's why I was I mean, trying to clarify. 
<laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, yeah, we have tutorials and stuff that you can get something up and running. You follow that tutorial like in a couple of hours, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was giving you an opportunity to, I was like, well, hold on now. <laughs> Before we scare people off, he meant a ground up implementation in about a week. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think right now, based on your experience, is the most impressive thing that you think Unity does really well? One of the biggest, I guess, uh, back of the box items for the Unity engine? Simplicity. And there you have it. <laughs> Period. It's amazing. It's amazing, like how simple it can be, um, and then you can do pretty cool things with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I that's, that's its that's its strength. Like that's the strength yeah. of the engine, really. Um, and that and that goes that goes towards the whole goal of democratizing game development and making yeah. it easier to learn, and kids can learn and. And you know, I've, I've you know, I saw ten year old kids come through and show some crazy Unity stuff they were working on, and I'm just like, wow! Like, like I wish, I wish when I was ten, I had, I had this stuff. Yeah, yeah, it'd be crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to the future of game developers. Like the accessibility now is so insane, and we're still an early industry, right? So what mm. what would it be? If uh, what the film industry is like a, about a hundred now, almost a hundred. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. You're about right. So yeah. we're not even talking about within 40, 50 years we got VR, AI, and the film is actually taking notice, and they're like trying to adopt that in their pipeline. Like we're kind of leading the tech now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, like what what is that going to be by the time? What what is a game developer in twenty fifty? Who knows? I'll be making the matrix, man. <laughs> like, but I like the, the goal of a game developer in the future is to not is to have your customer never leave the home. Dude, it's it's not even gonna be called games anymore. It'll just be a DTBE. It's a direct to brain entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> it's a vacation, man. It's gonna be like a drug. People are gonna use it for yeah. therapy. Yeah. Insane. I would I would yeah, I would It'll be a Black Mirror it's, episode. It's Black Mirror. I was just about to say, it's Black Mirror. <laughs> what it is. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't. I, I want to see a Black Mirror episode with uh, Made with Unity. At the- <laughs> <laughs> there, actually, there actually is a Black Mirror episode where they're doing, I can't remember yeah, which episode there, it there is. there was a game one, yeah. But, but there is, the, it was a horror game one, but there was one, it might have been that same one, actually, and there's, you see somebody on a computer in the background, and they're actually, they have actually Unity up on the screen. Oh, oh no way. Yeah. Congrats, man. man you guys made hard. it to the future. <laughs> Number one preferred Projection. engine in 2096. Yeah. I think Unity. it was, I, th- I think it was that that episode. It was yeah. the horror, the horror one. Yeah. That would make sense. That, yeah. that was a really... It was a Unity right there. Episode. Yeah, I mean, like, it was a... Very realistically, we're always in the chase of graphical fidelity, right? At some point, we're going to try to break that um, discrepancy between what's real, what's not. Yeah, well, that's that's the common, like uh, you know, whenever anybody talks about VR, yeah. and there's always there's always the, that one guy, that one VR hater, yeah, that's always like, oh, but it's not the holodeck, yeah. right? It's like, come on, bro, just just relax, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like technology's improving just relax you know and and also you know don't want to get into all the nerd discussion about how impossible it is to get the holodeck to actually work right oh, but, uh, 
but yeah. I, I, I do think it's a lifetime <laughs> that we're going to see a Black Mirror type of v, AR, VR type of thing. I mean, within at least Larry and my lifetime. Sorry, Ray. <laughs> Thanks for that. We'll recite well, it. If, if Ray's not here to see it, then we're in there on the way out, Ray. <laughs> he's, he's only got us for a couple years. Yeah. I'm teasing. Oh, man. Teasing, Ray. You know, you know you're doing fine. <laughs> All right, so maybe let's shout out one or two really great examples of Made with Unity that you've seen personally. Do you have, you know, maybe one or two of your favorite, like, yo, these guys really took the engine and did something incredible with it. Yo, Go check out Blank and Blank. Yo, the number one, the number one one for me that I just that comes to mind right away is like City City Skyline. Mm-hmm. City Skyline. Yeah. Describe it's like it's, game. I don't know that game. It's basically a SimCity. It's basically a SimCity uh game. Oh, right. mm-hmm. A really, really good SimCity game on uh it's on Steam, right? Has a bunch of DLC. It's really you know, they did very, very well and it's it's made with Unity. And then the other one, the other one, which was all the rage last year, everybody was talking about it, won all the awards. Amazing game inside, of course. Mm. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Yes, sir. That one was a good one. Yeah. But talking about the future, right? So the cool thing about working in an engine company like Unity, I mean, you guys are kind of setting trends here. So what is what is what are we looking at for the next ten years as the game development community? Who who knows? Like, like right now, right now, like you know, VR. Yeah, right. You should know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys have ten year plans. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like you know, right now, you know, VR AR. You know, as that's growing, we, you know, we wanna we wanna be there, and if it's gonna be big, you know, we wanna be there. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, machine learning is a big thing, right? You know what I mean. So wherever that's gonna go, and its applications for games. You know, there could be something there, right? Um, that's those are the main ones I think I think that are that come to mind right away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but you know, but who knows? Like a lot of a lot of predictions people have made ten years ago have been like completely wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And every and every time something new comes up, everybody's always like, "Oh, that's never going to make it," and then it surprises everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the one thing about game industry is like we're kind of we're adaptable. We see some things coming and and we're able to hedge our bets and pick the right one, right? So, mm-hmm. Session proof. That's important. I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. But uh, oh, the but, engineer you know. says he's not recession proof. Okay. <laughs> Ray has a bad. Uh. <laughs> you know the recession is less bad when you don't have to pay for your engine. So yeah. at least you know. <laughs> If you need to make games in a period of no income, Unity is completely for you guys. Man, making making games is hard. Period, right? It's about yeah. what the climate is. It's 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 a hard it's a hard hard job to do, right? And especially if you know, there's yeah, it's funny. Like there's so many people that are making games right now, and I see them on Twitter and they they tweet. They're like, man. Making making games is hard, right? right? It's like, yeah, yeah, it is, right? Like, it's 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 uh, it's difficult, 
just to actually ship it out and make something that's great. Right. So. I it's usually the beginners who are yeah. tweeting like it's difficult, right? Like the people who know the veterans are like, yeah, I know this, right? Like, nah, I've, I've even seen veterans like, well, veterans will say this, they're like, oh man, making games is easy, but actually putting it in the box and shipping it for people to actually mm -hmm. hard. Finishing and, hard, yeah. And, and you keep. Some people know this, of course, right? But then sometimes you just forget it. And then when it hits you again on the next game you're making, you're like, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is hard. So, yeah, the the biggest thing that I think that I enjoyed with Unity was uh, I did a game jam a couple weekends ago. I knew zero about Unity. And, like, by zero, I mean, like, I hadn't used Unity in a couple of years. So anything I did know probably changed different. Like, I just knew how to navigate the interface a little bit. For sure, yeah. We started on Friday with a game design, right? That we wrote on paper. By Sunday night, we had a fully working VR prototype with sound, animation, AI characters, like hit reactions. It was just three people. Yeah. And it was that event that changed my mind about how I felt about Unity. And like, I wasn't hating on Unity, but we all yeah, know. Yeah, that you were. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was real. Let's just say that. Back, right? back, like, yeah. You know, so. It was it was an eye-opening experience for me because yes, the simplicity and ease of use was I mean, it was right in my face. It was very easy to see. And I commend the Unity Engine for just my experience in that game jam. I was like, holy shit. I now want to learn C sharp because I saw how easy it was for Andy, who was doing the engineering, to just implement some of my ideas and requests. And I was thinking through that same implementation and blueprint. I was like, all right, now how would I do this? Right? Like Andy was just like, okay, cool. And he sent me back the script that I needed to plug in. It was it was crazy. Yeah. Did Maybe that's use, on me for not use, knowing C++. But, but. Yeah, did you guys use any um, asset store packages? Yes, we did. Uh, so our enemy was from the asset store. Our weapon was from the asset store. Our sound effects were from the asset store. And I believe our particles also. Yeah, it's pretty typical. Yeah. But yeah. What's funny is like the... I already start to uh starting to see the trend of what games are moving beyond like mm -hmm. even like we're talking about ar vr and the film guys are, are are starting to get on it and they're already trying to turn what they're really good at are are kind of introducing things to a mature audience i say mature but you know i mean we have adults making games here we're, we're, we're at that stage where we're, it's not a thing for toy, uh, toy for, for kids anymore but you know they're, they're starting to call games as experience now like we're it's they're trying to move it beyond just entertainment like i, I even see games in placement and we were talking about before like therapy and all this stuff it's a real thing like we're going to be in hospitals or helping people in another way where yeah it's it's crazy i was i was having dinner with some friends of mine um like for some friends from university and one of the guys is like some investor in, in some company he's like oh yeah it's a company i'm investing in it's doing some sort of uh meditation app mm -hmm. and they use unity mm -hmm. for their for their uh you know all their graphics basically and also because you know unity's cross-platform so if you're making some mobile app you just press a button, right? And it, oh. and it builds builds for iOS and it builds for Android and, and you're good to go. Oh, is it that easy right. to use, Ray? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put that easy in quotes, right? But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but like that's the idea, right? Like yeah. you build, it's cross-platform, you can build on multiple, for multiple different platforms. Mm -hmm. um, and all that stuff is, is 
abstracted. And- I, I can't argue, man. Unity definitely has a button for every single platform ever existed. <laughs> it's insane. It's like, who plays on this thing? <laughs> who else is out there? It, it goes back to what he said at the beginning. They've got 300 features. So we, like, hey, user, press this one button and you have a build that'll go to all these platforms, right? Yeah. That's a selling feature. Like, when I see that, I'm like, oh, what? I can make Switch. I can make this. I can make that. Yeah. PlayStation. I, I'm never going to do it but like the fact that i could it's like (laughs) like there's opportunity to do that right like you you can make your game on windows and then you get a deal to get it on ps4 or get it on xbox one and you know that the platform can support that right mac linux cardboard all the vr devices right whatever yeah i mean leaving the door open uh seeing opportunities where others don't is always a plus for indie developers. Like you're always looking for openings in any way. So for some reason, you know, uh, PS4 or Xbox has a promotion for Unity or like uh, new indie developers. You know, having that button is useful. It's like, oh, I never thought about this, but here we go. Let's try it. It's a hungry world out there, man. You gotta. Well, if you're making a game, right, like you want to make sure that the most amount of people see your game and most amount of people can buy it and give you money for it, right? So you have to, you want to be on every platform. All right. So, like, going back for those listeners out there who are making a game in Unity and this being such a open platform. <laughs> Like what? What? What are you seeing from the inside? Like I'm gonna go back to this question because I'm. This is the thing that everybody really wants to to know about. It's like how 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 else can I stand out? Right? I have good graphics. I got this stuff. I think I have good marketing, or or enough, right? To at least put this in front. Of- Ray, you're shaking your head. So is it just marketing yeah. then? Is it just yeah. yeah, like it's it's it. be, because no, but because there it's been democratized and because there's so many games out there and there's so many things competing for people's attention, right? Uh marketing is super important when you wanna sell your game. It's like super important and it's hard. Like it is hard to get the differentiate yourself from other games out there, right? You know, once, once upon a time, you could throw your game up on Steam mm-hmm. and and the money just, just rolled in, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? And and now you can't throw your game up on Steam. Yeah. And yeah. you expect money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Emphasis like, on once upon a time. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, just, that's just not happening anymore, right? Yeah. So so it's it's all about being noticed and, and, and getting it and separate yourself from pack and and you know we're doing things you need to do things to help people with that right like yeah, the, like yeah. i said the made made with unity is one of those things that we're doing to help with that are there any really big surprises that you know we should look forward to coming from unity or like hey man we're they, big surprise really i don't know yeah i don't know if any of this stuff is surprises right but like mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm i'm excited about the scriptable render loop stuff mm-hmm. honestly the scriptable render pipeline stuff um that i'm excited about that and and I think people would be surprised with, with <laughs> what what you could do with it, right? Okay. And you can, you can check it out right now. It's, it's on it's on the GitHub, like, um, and and you can use it with uh, the beta version of Unity and and just try it out and see see what is there. 
Awesome, man. You're, you're yeah. talking to the engineer because GitHub to me is just a bunch of text and I can't see <laughs> <laughs> at that. I don't know what it is. Well, yeah, well, well, definitely, yeah, definitely scriptable render pipeline is, is not for people like Brandon Pham. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing artists. It, it's not for you. It's not for y'all, but it will enable y'all. <laughs> If you had a proper programmer to help you out, you, know you guys what I'm need to get used to gifts uh, <laughs> to explain <laughs> these things. I can, you know, just get like a couple of those animation going on the GitHub. Yeah. That is the world that we're coming to, man. You know those like on Facebook where it's like how to cook a meal and like yeah. those thirty second videos. Yeah, that's that's the future generation in yeah. all areas. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, but honestly, if you could use Perforce, man, you could use GitHub. Like that's not even. You just you just have a mental block at this point. Uh, yeah, I don't like. <laughs> you like I don't like prefer seat. <laughs> no, no. If if I can, if I open up Notepad and I just randomly punch keys and then it looks the same like a GitHub, like I don't I don't believe you. <laughs> like it looks exactly the same to me. Uh, Ignore. <laughs> I'm going back to Facebook. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Ray, you've been at a, a lot of places, <laughs> and it seems like you're loving it there. Um, like, what has been the biggest difference for you? In terms of work environment you're talking about? Yeah, just generally, <laughs> yeah. What, what, what is yeah, Ray just... happy? That's yeah, just... Just like there's there's hard there's hard problems to solve. There's there's things there's things to do, right? And uh things to do. <laughs> no, no, no. Like there's there's work, there's there's interesting work that needs to be done, right? Yeah. Still, there's more features that need to get made, there's more, you know, there's more there's more developers also to help and there's and also we're making progress in all those areas and, and it's also it's a cool vibe and a, you know, everybody's you know, it's a nice chill environment mm -hmm. and we're and we're working towards our goals right and it's and it's fun right now so. that's awesome man yeah one last one last uh word of advice for all the indie devs both uh triple i or you know single i <laughs> as far as using unity words of advice sure or any well wishing like hey guys look you know hey. go get that uh what do you call that playmaker <laughs> <laughs> go go get those go get those uh store apps and make great games you know like yeah I, you know just yeah just just get and if you aren't using unity are you still haven't made a game yet like i mean like it hasn't been it hasn't been any easier than now to to actually make something 100 percent true no matter what no matter what engine you use honestly like you, you make something pretty pretty easily yeah, I mean, it all comes down to what I'm loving about this this like open democracy thing, and like the uh, social networking, and anybody who has a pulse can can create an account and and get the word out. Is that you know that we we've seen it with the app store. There's always a gold rush moment, and then it gets over flooded. And then Steam used to be a cash grab. You know, once you've been blessed. And on the store, that I mean, that is a sure thing that people will check it out and buy. It. And now that's starting to be really crowded. And so you're starting to see the same thing with VR, AR, right? It's new, new Wild West. 
Uh, but soon enough, man, that's going to be filled up. But what makes the successful titles stand out has always been your ability to get the word out. Like if you can just rely on making yourself interesting, making your project sound interesting, look interesting, and then going out there and talking to people like that, mm. it seems to be the most reliable thing you can do for you and your game. Yeah, and just make just make cool, just make cool stuff, and then uh, that's like halfway there, right? Yep. Make cool shit. Yep. And talk some shit, right? That's my thing right there. <laughs> In a nutshell, Ray, you are a uh, honorary third member of the podcast, so you know what's coming next. <laughs> Go ahead and tell the audience one last, two last, final things, words of encouragement, advice, suggestions, or things you're excited about. Promote. You know what it is, Mr. Graham. The floor is yours. Yo, use that. Use that <laughs> unity. Get that unity. Cop it. Sign up. Use it to make your games. It's never been easier. Do Seriously. it. <laughs> I co-sign. I co-sign all that, and it's free, guys. Unity's free. Uh, in a in a weekend, you can learn and make something really cool. I've done it myself. I can co-sign to that. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm a believer. I'm learning C sharp now. Or learning the syntax at least. Anyway. Word. Word. Yeah, so sweet. Fun. This has been nice. I'm Larry Charles. I'm saying goodnight. This is Brandon Fam. Game developers. Go out there and make games. Alright? See you guys. Peace. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to stay in touch or continue to follow our developments, then you need to go to facebook.com forward slash game dev unchained and drop a like and stay in touch. You can also get the direct feed for this podcast on soundcloud.com forward slash game dev unchained.